there are thousands of events happening all around us that are looking for speakers. And at Mic Drop Workshop, we want to help events find amazing women speakers like you. We send out a free weekly newsletter with gig opportunities. So join over 200,000 subscribers at micdropworkshop.com slash newsletter. Okay, let's get started. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about three ways that you can actually use video to engage with your audience online. Now, I have, I've gotten better, but I have had a really tough time in the past, like flipping it on to selfie mode, hitting play, especially going live because I feel like it has to be super polished. I'm like, oh my gosh, do I need to put on my fake eyelashes? Do I need to do all these things in order to just turn on my video? But Natasha, who we have on our podcast today, is the founder of Shine with Natasha, and she helps you shine online. And according to her, the way that we can shine online is by doing more video. So let's get over our fears, hit record, and Natasha is going to show us how to do it. Please welcome Natasha. What's up, everybody? It is Jess Ekstrom, and welcome to Business on the Bright Side, the podcast where you can learn how to make a living and make a difference at the same time. Life is short, and so is my attention span, so let's get started. Okay, so I will admit, um, when we were just recording uh, on your podcast, when we were on so, okay, let me back up for a second. Natasha and I were also on Clubhouse this morning yes. together, hosting a room. <laughs> then we recorded her podcast. Now we're recording my podcast. So this is the day of Jess and Natasha. And I was almost like laughing when we were recording yours because we're on Zoom and you said something really good. And I almost flickered my mute button like we were <laughs> on Clubhouse. <laughs> But we're on Zoom. I was like, wait, that's not a thing. On oh my Zoom. gosh. And if that anyone's is so funny, I would say that is such a clubhouse thing. And I, I'm like one of those, like, I, I feel like new platforms on social media always make you feel old. And I remember mm-hmm. thinking, I'm like, does that mean people want to like speak or like, are they telling me to shut up? Like, what does this mean? And then I realized that it was like clapping and I'm like, wow. Oh my gosh. I know. Things. Yeah. I was just going to say for anyone who is new to clubhouse or doesn't know what it is. Like it's an audio only social media platform. It's almost like listening to like a podcast in real time. Um, yeah. that's like more, you know, riffing, but, uh, you know, they flicker their mute button on and off when they're like clapping, um, for you. And so I've been in such the habit of clubhouse that I was like, flickering my zoom mute button <laughs> right we're talking on your podcast that is amazing <laughs> but you I mean you're always like on cutting edge I feel like of social media like updates I feel like I'm always like three weeks later I'm like oh what does this button do you are always on it so where did this come from you know with you like how did you get into Instagram and helping people strategize Yeah. So similar to you, I loved writing as a kid and I really, it grew into storytelling and journalism um, until in college, they told me journalism was a dying art. So I went to marketing to kind of figure out how can I tell stories and really create that connection that I think that writing can create, but use it for marketing and content creation. And that eventually went into social media. So I then kind of need 
niche down where I was like, what social media platform really excites me the most? And it was Instagram. And then Instagram inherently has adopted a ton of video types, literally stolen a lot of them, but that's a whole other topic (laughs) for another day. Um, But I love how video really, I mean, it helped me build my speaking career. It inspired my podcast. It helped me really build real connection and community on Instagram. So it kind of just became like my favorite thing. Of course, it's not the only thing I post, but that's kind of how it led to Instagram strategy specifically for video. Well, you've been my, my go-to anytime there's like a new update or a rollout. I'm like, okay, I know that Natasha has probably already explained this in a way that I'll understand and already posted about it. So, um, I'm always so grateful for your, your resources, but one of the things that you have posted me or like pushed me to do and really pushed your followers to do is do more video. And that's something that like, for me used to feel really heavy. I'm just like, Oh, if I do a video, that means I have to like, you know, put on makeup or I have to Mm -hmm. have great lighting and like all of these things, but you're like, no, just like hit play. So like, why is video so important? And then I would love to get into the three types of videos that you suggest to build that connection with your audience. Yeah. So there's so many reasons why video is important. I think the first thing is that people are so used to social media, which means they're used to seeing ads. And of course there's nothing wrong with ads, but I think that people are really looking for ways that they can connect with the person, the founder, the team behind the brand that is showing up. So I think when it comes to like really getting great engagement and like conversation with people, video makes it so much more accessible, especially when you're showing up in your comfy clothes that you're wearing that day or makeup free or whatever that looks like for you. It might feel imperfect and unprofessional, imp- but that's really what builds connection with people. And I think also with video is that the way, you know, we love writing here, photo can only tell so much of a story. And I think with video, you can explain things, you can use your voice, you can show things, demonstrate things. So I think that when it comes to just teaching or educating or inspiring or whatever you're using your Instagram content for, it really helps facilitate that. But I also think from a thought leader perspective, whether you're a coach or a speaker or a podcaster or aspiring to do any of those, it helps you show up better in those areas. I think an example of this is, is if you're on a live stream and you're doing it on Instagram regularly, I mean, you're going to really learn how to engage with an audience, talk on your feet, all things that you actually use as a speaker. So I think that it really builds your skill set of using video in other parts of your brand to really grow. And the reality is, is that like, also people are tired of reading. I know that sometimes I get lazy and I'm just like, well, I'll just post, you know, a photo and then just post like a three year long caption about like everything (laughs) I want to say, but you know, people are, are tired of, of reading. And so I think that video is definitely where we're heading. So let's get into the three types of videos to help build a connection to your audience. So where would someone begin? Like what's like the lowest hanging fruit in terms of video? Yes. So I think that if you're doing any type of video on Instagram, it is Instagram stories. And there's a few reasons why. The first thing is considering how people are consuming content on the Instagram app. So chances are they're either scrolling through their feed 
or they're tapping through their stories. So when it comes to stories, I would argue probably 50% of people only want stories. So first of all, you're getting your audience's eyeballs on your content. Um, Second of all, it is very easy to create because I think the less perfect and curated it is, the actual better it can be. And of course, I'm an Instagram strategist. I love every single app, template, um, funky tool to create fun stories. And I use that sometimes definitely but I think that it's so accessible because you can literally film, add text and show up on the spot with stories. Like it's very easy to use. But I think when we're talking about strategically, when it comes to selling your services, connecting with people, collaborating, relationship building, all these things, the way, the place that really happens is direct messages. So stories are literally a segue to DMs because when people reply or react to an Instagram story, you're in a one-on-one conversation with maybe your ideal client or someone that could be a podcast guest or whatever that looks like for your brand. So I think when it comes to engagement and also converting people into buyers. I think that stories are the best way to do that. And whoever's watching your stories consistently, those are your warmest leads and your most valuable people that are a part of your community. Yeah. And I think that like looking at your DMs too, as a place where you can actually connect with people, um, is, incredible and something that I never really thought of too, as like selling in my DMS. And then I changed, um, like those canned responses. I don't even know what you call them. Quick replies. Quick replies. Yes. So I realized, okay, I'm getting a lot of questions about public speaking or I'm getting a lot Mm -hmm. of questions about book writing. And I changed my book, my quick replies to have, you know, a canned response about mic drop workshop, a canned response about book pop. Like, of course I'll still like sometimes respond myself, but it made it seem like selling in my DMs a little bit more manageable. Um, even when like the kind of the quantity of your DMs goes up. The other thing that I liked, um, that you said about stories is like adding text. And Mm -hmm. I've also found that, you know, I just want to make sure that all of my content is accessible to people yeah. and um, being able to add text or even live transcribe and caption your stories. You showed me um, like an app called Threads or yes. something, which is like an Instagram app yep. where um, it, it transcribes it for you in real time. Yeah, I absolutely love using threads to do that. And I think that not only is it making content more accessible for hard of hearing or, but it's also that a lot of people like myself included are listening without sound on sometimes. Like it's just the reality of things. So it also helps with retention on your videos too. Awesome. Yeah. I know that I don't listen with sound on a lot. I just look (laughs) at the, the, the caption. Have you ever wanted to guest on more podcasts? As a speaker, it's an easy way to practice your talking points and figure out what works all while expanding your reach to already existing audiences. Go to podcastally.com and use the promo code AMPLIFY for 10% off their podcast guesting service. That's podcastally.com, promo code AMPLIFY. Need a boost to start your week? Every Monday, I send on hype text as some food for thought for your week. Text me the word HYPE to 704-228-9495. That's the word HYPE to 704-228-9495. 
P.S. I actually read these texts and try to respond when I can. So tell me what you think of this podcast. Okay, so what is the second kind of video that someone can do to build that connection with their audience on Instagram? Yes. So the second type of video is Instagram lives, which I know I've already hinted at. And in 2020, it definitely had its moment. I think we all had that time where you went on your Instagram app and like, you couldn't even see stories because lives were just happening all the time. Like everyone was going live. And I think the reason of that is because lives are the most engaging type of video because you can connect one-on-one with a guest, with your community, with your followers, literally live in the moment. And I think with lives, I also will preface as I'm sure a lot of your audience are wanting to build their speaking careers. And I have had um, event coordinators literally tune into my live stream and then DM me afterwards saying they would love to have me speak. So I That's amazing. Amazing. Right. And I mean, that's just you showing up to serve your community, but it literally does attract people and show it's like a little mini speaker reel. Like it's giving people a taste of what it's like to work with you. So I really love lives and there's a few different ways that you can use them. So the first one, which I feel like is kind of one of the easier ones is to actually host a Q and a, so there's two ways you can do this. The first is by posting a question sticker onto your Instagram story. So you're doing two in one and by posting that question sticker onto your stories less than 24 hours before you're live, whatever responses you get, you actually can pull up during that live stream for a QA. and a um, And also while you're live, they have the option to submit questions into a little question box while you're live streaming. So by hosting a Q&A, not only does Instagram then notify your audience that, hey, they're doing a Q&A, so it's definitely a more engaging type of live to watch, but it literally tells you exactly what to say. So you're not really struggling on what to say. What should I go live about? Like just have your audience pretty much guide the live stream. I would say another type is by kind of hosting like a training or a webinar. I actually have some Canva templates to actually help with this because there's a certain format of a um, design that you can do and you can actually access your camera roll and tap through the photos just like you would a PowerPoint or slides while you're like speaking or presenting. Yeah, it is like mind-blowing. We'll we'll link these um, Canva templates in the show notes because I need to get them for myself. That is amazing because I always tell speakers in Mic Drop Workshop to test content by going live, like see what kind of, it's such an easy way to try something out and test it and see what kind of engagement you get. So that's amazing. I know that lives, like I uh, get so afraid when I do them, but then the ones that I tune into, like, I love watching like Chrissy Teigen, like crack an egg while she's like making breakfast. And I'm like, if this is the kind of content that I enjoy watching, like I clearly don't have to be perfect. (laughs) (laughs) when I go live. Oh yeah. I completely agree. And I think that, you know, this like this webinar style live stream is a great option. I think Q and A's are a great option, but I say that also like those imperfect moments, those impromptu lives, um, all those things that probably make you really nervous to show up and like, you have to have a million things to talk about. I feel like are actually what people like to tune into the most. So that's definitely another type of live stream that you can create. And then another one of my favorites is having a guest join mm-hmm. live. Yeah. So whether that's me and you having a conversation 
conversation just like this on Instagram live stream. And, and it's kind of a little growth hack because it's pinging both of our audience and is a really great way to get into, you know, tap into someone else's follower bases and, and swap followers that way. Um, and then I, it's also a really great way to do like pop-up coaching. So whether you want to audit accounts or give advice and, and I've also done like, we've done our annual holiday party, <laughs> our soul studio annual party, and we all will wear like Christmas sweaters and people will just request to join live. And we just like hang out and say hi. And, and so I think you can really get creative with how you use lives, but I think when it comes to engaging with your audience, but also really presenting yourself as a thought leader, it's like the best type of content. And they go on IGTV now, which is yeah. a double bonus. Oh, so you can keep them. They don't expire like after 24 hours. Yep. So okay, the replays can be shared directly to IGTV. So then you can tap into that audience that maybe couldn't tune in live as well. Got it. Yeah. And with the joint live, that was a huge way that I marketed chasing the bright side when it came yes. out. Like, um, you know, it, cause when the pandemic hit, I couldn't go on this massive <laughs> book tour anymore. Right. And so going live with people, I felt like it was more impactful than traveling from city to city. It was like, you got direct access to their, their audience just by simple click of a button and a good conversation. Oh yes. Totally agree with that. So bring us home. What is the third type of video that someone can create to build that connection with their audience? It is going to be the one that is not going to surprise any of my people. And it is reels. I have been the biggest advocate of reels ever since I saw TikTok really start to blow up in February. And so I was lurking. TikTok because I knew with Instagram's nature, they were going to copy it. And there was going to be some form of short form video clips, um, music, the trends. I knew all of that was going to come over to Instagram. And, and ever since using reels, I have seen such insane organic growth, which I know growth isn't everything. Follower count isn't everything, but to be able to create a piece of content that, you know, will get your content that you're spending so much time and energy into to actually get it in front of new people. And it's going to last more than 24 hours on the feed. And, and you're going to be able to grow your audience with those ideal people, I think is a pro enough to using reels. But we kind of touched on this before is that people are the people have short attention spans. They're tired of reading, but they're also tired of sometimes tuning in and, and watching something like a super long form video. And I love reels because they're super bite-sized, but they still can pack a punch when it comes to telling a really awesome story or giving an actionable tip or teaching something or showing something. And when it comes to just what type of content is performing best on Instagram, it is hands down reels. And I really think that if you consistently use them, you'll start to see more engagement. You'll start to see an increase in your followers. You said you're, you're on the TikTok bandwagon and you know, you're like, I don't have to do the dancing or anything, which is totally true. You don't have to do that for reels. Um, but I think that it's a really great place to show your personality and have a lot of fun with your video content. Um, and I, I do want to say when, when, reels first came out, I did a 30 day reels challenge. It was six Which weeks. Was amazing. Of, it was insane. Very amazing, but insane. And it was like kind of this just big, crazy experiment of like, let's see what happens if 
all we do is post reels and some stories. Like that is absolutely it. And just in those six weeks, I got 5,000 new followers and they were like quality followers, ideal clients, ideal customers. Wow. And it, my audience itself were like, this is the most fun I've had consuming your content and getting valuable. So um, a very crazy experiment, but well, definitely showed that no matter how big your account is, you can see results. And, and I think that what was helpful for me with the 30 day reels challenge was like, one, the prompts, which um, yes. I would love to turn into a bright pages prompt pathway, which we can talk about. Yes. But, um, but two, just the reels were still so new. The biggest barrier to me was just learning how to do it. Like, how do you make the text disappear? How do you add music? How do you do this? And you've been so good at creating those tutorials and walking people through it. Um, so if you're listening and the thing that is getting in your way is not the what, but the how definitely follow Natasha. Um, Natasha, what's your handle again? It's shine with Natasha. Yeah, definitely follow Natasha. And, um, I don't know if you want to shout out any other resources, but like you literally are the reason why I can do reels is because you showed me how to do them. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. And yeah, I mean, you can spend hours and hours figuring out how to do it, which is what I do, or you can watch a video and instantly know how to do all the editing and and fun hacks and stuff and really be able to utilize these types of videos in your strategy. Um, I will say that my shop, which is the Sunshine Shop, it has a lot of really affordable resources, including the 30-Day Reels Challenge, which is now a mini course, and also those Canva templates that I mentioned for lives. So if you're looking for just bite-sized ways that you can like up-level your Instagram strategy and organization, that's definitely the place to go. Yes, definitely check out the Sunshine Shop. Um, I feel like we were just meant to be together. We have the bright side, we have shine, we have our yellow backgrounds. All the sunshine. It was destined (laughs) to happen. I'm so glad you heard me on Jenna's podcast years ago and we got to be, you know, Instagram friends, which is basically a modern romance, you know. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, this was so fun to collab three times. Three times in one day. Awesome. (laughs) Thanks for being here, Natasha. Thanks for listening to Business on the Bright Side with Jess Ekstrom. I love to send out the episodes every Monday with a quick text and a quote from me. So text me the word podcast to 704-228-9495. That's 704-228-9495. And if you want to see what the show notes are from this episode, head to businessonthebrightside.com. Hit subscribe here, write a review, and I'll see you on Monday.